Hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about the ups and downs of a season and how do we continue to push forward when things are going uh, really good and when things are struggling, right, when things are hard and then when it's just mundane, right, Some, because sometimes it's just mundane, sometimes it just seems like another day. And how do we continue to go forward and make our programs the best that they can be when, when, that, is, when that is happening? I'm also going to reference an email I get called The Daily Discipline uh, from Brian Kite. If you have not subscribed to that uh, email, please do. Uh, he, does not, he does not pay me uh, anything to plug that. Uh, he, he doesn't need uh, the Mind of Football Coach podcast. He has millions and millions of followers but uh, yeah he does great work and I really think that if you want to have a, a quick read in the morning that is deep I think following uh, the daily discipline uh, by Brian Kite is something that is worth your time I think he does a, a wonderful wonderful job so football season right uh, now we're this is week four for us and uh, came up a tough one last week had five turnovers. <laughs> That's a good time. And uh, this week we're trying to get back to 500. And not that records should matter that much to coaches. I think we're, we should be more about process and how do we be the best that we can be and how do we make sure that we're doing doing the most for our team. Uh, but it's a, it is a, a measuring point, right? It's something that we can measure a season by. And Man, sometimes when I when I'm going through a season, you have these these highs, right? That you go through and you, you go you're going through and you, you win a game, maybe by more than you thought you would, and then you lose a game because uh, you didn't play as well as you should have, and then maybe you play a game and that's uh, about what I thought, and you're as a coach, I'm trying to go through each day and reset. And that can be really hard, right, guys and cows that are listening to the podcast. It can be really difficult to reset. It can be hard to hit hit the reset button. When I think about the reset button, I think about the old school uh, Nintendo game set or Sega Genesis. You could hit the reset <laughs> or whatever it was called, right? You could hit that and it would start your game over. And I think it's important that we hit that from time to time. Uh, for me, I have to hit that daily. Uh, I have to hit that button all the time in my life, in all different areas of my life. I have to hit that because I know for me, I'll let one thing carry over into the next thing, and that is not good. I, I don't think that it's it's ever a good practice to let uh, something that is a, a high or a low carry into uh, the next meaningful thing you're trying to do. I think it's best to see it with new eyes, with, with a clear vision, and sometimes that's really hard, right? It really is because our days just run together. I know last week, uh, my my days in my <laughs> in my principal role uh, were wow, right? They were there was a lot going on, and uh, having to to hit the the reset button going from school to practice. Some days can be can be a challenge, and I think that's at any any kind of work you do along with coaching, right? Whether that's teaching, whether that's business or, or 
what whatever people do uh, in in conjunction with coaching, we have to hit that that reset button, and we have to be able to to separate to some degree what happened during the workday and then what what happens at practice and and in a game. So yeah, I want to quote some from from a. Today's Daily Discipline, September 15, 2023. Uh, I'm just, he starts off here. He says, A calling or purpose brings great joy, deep fulfillment, intense fear, and sharp pain. That surprises us and leads us to conflicting feelings of confusion and doubt. I know I can only speak for me, but coaching for me has always felt like a calling. I knew since I was in middle school that I wanted to coach football. I remember sitting in middle school math class and drawing football plays. Now, were they good plays? No, right? I didn't really know uh, what I was doing there. But I knew it's what I wanted to do. I knew I had a passion for coaching football, even when I was playing in middle school. And then as I went into high school and the college, I was looking at an old college notebook of mine. This was years ago. And in the corners, there were always plays. There was always stuff I was scribbling down. And I think a lot of a lot of guys are like that that, that get into coaching, right? We have a we have a mind for the X's and O's. But that calling sometimes causes great confusion and doubt. Uh, we are trying to motivate teenagers, right, to play to the best of their ability. Uh, and we are judged as coaches, as high school coaches. Uh, we're judged by our performance on a Friday night, 10 to if you go to the state championship game, what, 14, 15 times a year. And that seems a little insane, right? If we would we would judge our how effective we are as a coach based upon that few uh, number that few of a number of opportunities. But that's not how that's not how we should judge ourselves, right? We should judge ourselves by am I giving my players the best I can possibly give them every day? And we can't listen to the outside outside voices. We should never listen to those, to people that are going to be negative and bring us down. Uh, I think Bill, was it Bill Belichick or I forget what coach said it, but you should never take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from. And I know that can be hard, right, coaches? It can be really hard when, even when you're winning, things are going well. People still have critique. And uh, that can lead us to confusion and doubt if we're not careful, right? If we're not careful of knowing what is our purpose, why are we doing this, and have some self-confidence in what we are trying, we are trying to do. So he goes on, he says, uh, quote, We have all these expectations of what is supposed to happen. Once we find our calling and commit ourselves to it, we expect it to deliver joy, success, meaning, fulfillment, contentment, and all good things we want from life. But then we experience the fear, the doubt, the unknown, the distractions, the criticism, the adversity, and the failure that accompanies every true calling. It reminds me of being a parent, end quote. Yes, right? I know for me and my my family, we have five kids. And uh, man, children are, are one of the greatest blessings you can ever have in life. And I know for me, I, we just had twin boys a couple months ago. And that gives me great, great hope to one day coach them, right? Uh, that I'd be able to coach them uh, as football players. Hopefully they're, hopefully they're linemen, right? Because that's the, 
because that's the best position. <laughs> I said, I'm a little uh, partial to linemen. Uh, but yeah, and then there's going to come confusion, doubt, fear, all that comes with that. But that's what makes it meaningful. Uh, every good thing in life is hard. Anything that's worth your time is going to be difficult. And I tell myself that every day. And when I read about people who have done great things in their, in their lives, what really sets the great people apart is their ability to withstand things that are difficult for a very long time. And they become comfortable in the discomfort. And that is something that I try to press into every day. Uh, I know, like today, the daily readings uh, from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is Our Lady, is the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh, now, are there obviously good times in life? Sure, there are things that are that are good, that are uh, joyful. Absolutely, should we celebrate those? Yes, right. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Amen. We should have joy. But sometimes I think we get caught up too much in that. We're looking for, hey, I just want to feel good all the time. When I study people that have been successful, these are people that have a high tolerance for suffering. And they do little things every day that help remind them uh, to suffer, right? To press into things that are difficult and to be okay with that. Um, you know, think about think about Winston Churchill, right? I mean, he went through say, that time in, in history, and in England was a terrible, terrible period. But he became one of the greatest leaders of all time. I think about our Lord Jesus Christ. I think about his suffering. But then that gave us the ultimate victory, right? So it's important that we can hold both the good and the bad, the happy and the sad, right? Oh, there's a rhyme. So. Yeah, that's, that's what it's about, especially as a coach, to be able to hold the good and the bad, to be able to hold, hey, we had a couple of good plays in practice today, but practice wasn't great. Or to say, hey, we had a couple of bad plays in practice today, but practice was pretty good. Because you're going to have both. It's never as bad as you think it is. It's never as good as you think it is. And somebody told me that a long time ago, and I've, I've tried to live by that and remember to remind myself that that is true. That is always true, and will always, uh, always be true. So I'll scroll down here, uh, read a couple more paragraphs. He says, quote, The stronger your purpose and the more committed you are to it, the more you will feel every strain, struggle, setback, and pressure to be worthy of that calling. Don't be confused by these feelings or resentful of them. Everyone who answers their calling feels, feels fear, pain, and doubt as they pursue it. Be encouraged, be energized. It signals that your calling means something significant and is worthy of your devotion and discipline. The time is now. Do the work. End quote. Yes. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> uh, where he says, don't be confused by these feelings or resentful of them. Yeah. Uh, we will feel every strain, every struggle, every setback and pressure if we are really doing what we're called to do. Because it means something to us. It is meaningful. This is year nine for me as a head football coach. And 
every Friday I feel the same every week, right? I feel that we are prepared, but I have no idea what the outcome is going to be, and that makes me feel nervous. It gives me butterflies. But that's okay, right? Because it's meaningful, right? Because I feel that strain, that struggle, and I hope I never lose that. I hope I always feel that way because that means that I am committed to doing the best I can do for my program, for my kids here in the, in the program, uh, their parents in our community. Uh, because if I don't feel that, that strain, that struggle, then I'm not invested enough and I should probably quit. And uh, I've never felt that way and I hope I never do. So guys out there that are pressing through this season, continue to press in, continue to keep going, and uh, man, just uh, try to find joy in the process this year. Try to find joy in the struggle. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, if you have questions, comments, uh, please email them to Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis 24 at gmail.com. Have a wonderful Friday.